0: This is the Beard and the Stash Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Troy Ballard.
1: And I'm the other one, Adam Parker.
0: And this is episode number six of BNS Chat Sports. We, uh, Adam and I kind of started this new run of podcasts, and we tried to mix things up, make things a little bit more exciting, kind of uh, loosen the loosen the chokehold that we had of like this preemptive um, role model of ESPN we were trying to stick by and now we're kind of just doing our own thing so well, let's see let's see how it goes and we'd love some feedback isn't that right Adam?
1: Oh yeah we definitely love some feedback but as of right now we're saying since we're not getting any we don't know if we're so good that they're speeches or so bad we're speechless. that they're speechless so hard to tell.
0: Yeah it's, 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 kind of, it's kind of hard to tell at this point hopefully you know whoever I mean, all we want is one comment. I mean, I think our quota for this podcast to be one comment, and we'd be happy with it. Would, would you agree with that? Yep. What?
1: What? Good what, or bad, doesn't what, matter.
0: It doesn't matter. Good, bad, <laughs> terrible, you know, whatever. Um, so let's let, let's talk about my uh, – probably my favorite player in the NFL, not named LeBron James. It's uh, <laughs> <because laughs> LeBron James, not in the NFL. Um, no, it's uh, Lashawn McCoy. And, uh, you know, I'm sure most of you have seen by now, it's pretty big news there's not much going on in the NFL right now, but uh, Shady McCoy has signed a five-year, $45 million, $20 million guaranteed extension with the Philadelphia Eagles. And, uh, you know, this probably couldn't have come at a better time after all these running backs, Chris Johnson, Matt Forte. Um, you know, there's, there's a bunch of running backs that have held out recently because they haven't gotten their contracts, and the Eagles hit this problem early on, and uh, they kind of solved that issue. But, Adam, what do you, what do you think of the contract? In the extension, I guess.
1: lovely from the Eagles' standpoint, and uh, obviously Lashawn McCoy needed to go back there for the, for them because he is the offense. But from Lashawn McCoy's standpoint, he could have gotten more.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I was going to bring that up a little bit later. He could have. On. If
1: he he could have. He could have held them hostage.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, the I mean, the thing is, I I I really believe that he may have taken a bit of a hometown discount. Uh, you know, he loves the city, loves the fans. And really, you know, $45 million with $20 million guaranteed is not bad. I mean, that's not a bad contract for a running back in the NFL. Um, and, you know, I don't think LaShawn McCoy – I mean, I, I love Shady, and I think he's one of the best running backs in the NFL, but I don't think he's worthy of, you know, Adrian Peterson type of money. You know, $100 million plus. You know, I think that his contract, yeah, he probably could have gotten, like, fifty, sixty million $60 Around Chris Johnson, he would have been a fair, a fair number, around $50 million. But, um, you know, he probably should go home kind of discount. He's aware that, you know, the – the Eagles can go out and sign more talent if he doesn't have such a large contract. So you know, I, I think he probably made the right choice. You know, it worked out well for both sides, and now he's locked in long term. So now now with him locked in, I got a question for you. Do you think the Eagles will make the Super Bowl? Please, God help me, let them go to the Super Bowl in the next five years.
1: Uh, I would hope so, but you never know with how they had to perform and play down to play down to their opponents, it's hard saying.
0: Yeah, it's uh it's pretty much it's pretty much like the Eagles play, you know, I mean like that's it's it's been it's been an issue in Philadelphia, you know, since before Andy Reid was even the coach there. It's I, I don't know what it is, but Philadelphia does seem to play down to their competition. They've been really bad at home recently too. But um, you know, hopefully Leshon McCoy can carry. I mean, he, he like I said, he is the offense. Um, you know, when he's not going, the offense isn't going. So um, hopefully, you know, Andy Reid can kind of uh, you know work it out that he transitions more from the West Coast offense to a more balanced offense with more running, and uh, you know, hopefully with that, then he'll. You know, Sean McQuay can carry the team a little bit more than he has in the past, and, and and you know, like I said, please God help me, we get to the Super Bowl. <laughs> it's been so long, you know. Um, but let's 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 jump straight to uh, another favorite player of mine: uh, the LA Lakers and Kobe Bryant struggling in the playoffs. Adam, what uh, what what's what your take on the Mamba?
1: He's by himself. He by himself. <laughs> it's 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 pretty tough. He's, he is by himself, alone on an island, by himself.
0: Yeah, yeah, and you know it's it's kind of it's kind of bad when you know you have talent like Andrew Byam and Pau Gasol. You have two really good bigs, but um, you know you want to talk about underperforming man. Paul Gasol has like faded completely into relevance this season. He had like that streak of one week where he had like double doubles for like five games straight, and since then he's been ice cold. So I don't know. I mean, I'm not really sure what happened to Paul. And, and Andrew Byam has always been that kind of flaky guy where he has. I mean, he had the triple double earlier in the playoffs. Since then he's been. He's been all right. I I think he's probably had double double game or close to it. Um, But you know, all things considered, what what do you take? What do you take from this Thunder series more than anything else for the Lakers moving forward?
1: The Lakers look really old. They do. They look look, really look really old. I mean, well, outside of Kobe, who is as we know ageless, but. um, Yeah, Paul Gasol just looks like he's completely out of it. He just completely checked out mentally, and he's not going to be given the same effort. He talks about, "Oh, we need to get the ball inside to our bigs and everything," and then he gets the ball and nothing ever happens. So it's I don't really know what the deal is there.
0: Yeah, it's it's, it's interesting to to you know to see a team like the Lakers, you know, going into the season they were, you know, not not locked in, but they were one of the favorites in, in the West, like they always are. And and as we move forward here, you know, you have to you have to realize, you know, I mean, the, the, there's been a transition of power in the West, especially, and um, you know, teams like the Spurs. I mean, the Spurs. I mean, they're they're still good. I mean, I don't know when they're going to get bad. I don't I don't know. It seems like Tim Duncan is also another ageless wonder. But, um, you know, I think I mean, you can say that the Lakers, unless they make radical moves this off season, um, you know, I think that that team is has been dethroned by the Thunder, the Spurs. You know, arguably the Clippers could be up there next year with them. You know, the Clippers are probably going to lose the Spurs. I mean, they, they are going to lose. Yeah. Probably they are going to lose. Um, so both L.A. teams will be eliminated. That's be the first time in a long time that L.A. has not been, you know, it's always been the Lakers most of the time. But it's be the first time in a long time that the Lakers have not been, you know, deep in the playoffs and looking good. You know, I mean, this is the first time I think I've ever seen the Lakers, in recent memory, where they just look flat out bad. And, you know, I'm not really sure – I mean, of course, Andrew Bynum's most attractive trading piece there, and, you know, I'm not sure that the Lakers want to give up on him yet, and so on and so forth. And like Clockworth, the Pau all rumors are going to be flying around every offseason, that's just going to happen without a doubt. You know, there's no way to avoid that. But, but it makes you wonder, you know, what, what do you think the Lakers, I mean, who, I mean, you think Monte Ellis or, uh, you know, even a Steph Curry? I mean, I, I'm not really sure. But what, what could you bring in to, to L.A. To, to help that team? Or is it just beyond the point of disrepair?
1: I, mean, I don't know own they solved their only issue, as far as I could tell, on paper anyway, with bringing in Ramon Sessions to replace the aging Derek Fisher. So and then Gasol and Bynum are supposed to just come in and totally destroy with their height and length and...
0: The length and the strength. Yeah,
1: the length and the strength inside the paint. And then, obviously, Kobe is Kobe. So I don't know really, I mean, on paper, it looked like Art could be the best team in the NBA. But, yeah, that's why they play the games, as they say.
0: Yeah, so, obviously big problems in L.A., but how about, how about another team that's having big problems? How about the Miami Heat?
1: Oh, yeah, the Miami Heat.
0: Um, <laughs> you know, I have my infatuation with LeBron James, and um, you know, I, I love him to death, but, but my, my god, man, they, they, they just look bad without they got, Chris Bosh. They got destroyed.
1: They got obliterated. They
0: got obliterated. The Miami Heat got obliterated. And I think that that's the first time, um, certainly the first time in the playoffs where they have been absolutely demolished is a team. And, you know, people make as many Chris Bosch jokes as they want and they can say, oh, Chris Bosch doesn't do anything for them. He's useless, you know, blah, 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 this, that, and the other. But the the truth is Chris Bosch plays an equally important role in that offense, and especially on defense, that LeBron James and Dwayne Wade do. Yeah, and,
1: you don't you don't know what you have until you've lost it. Yeah. So. <laughs> exactly.
0: And obviously losing Chris Bosch is an absolute killer for that Miami Heat team. They are in um, I mean, what, what, what's the best way to describe LeBron James and Dwayne Wade scoring for like 12 points in the entire second half? Well, and what, what, what do you say to this? I mean, that just like fail flop. I mean, what yeah. what, what, what yep. you, know, fail? Yep. I mean, do, do you think, do you think the Miami he could rebound from this?
1: Uh, I don't, I don't think so, man. I'm not seeing it. I don't, I don't think, the, I really don't think they're going to win this series. I, I said it in our little fact or fiction piece and I don't think they're going to win this series either, but, uh. David West and our boy the gatekeeper, Mister Roy Hibbert. Mm-hmm. I think they're just too dominant, and losing Bosch really opened up um, all the weaknesses that they had. The Heat have inside.
0: And now, and now you think the Pacers? Are, I mean, do, do you think the Heat are at least going to keep it close, like seven, six games, or do you think it's going to be a, uh, just a wash from here on out?
1: I mean, I guess, I guess. I imagine they'll, uh, Wade'll hopefully do better than five points in game three and moving for game four and moving forward here, but uh I'd say I'd say I'll say six games. Six Pacers take it game in six.
0: Okay, well then, then then if that's the case, if that's the case, then who's your favorite in the East?
1: I like Boston. I've said it before, I'll say it again. I like I like Boston.
0: The Boston Celtics. Yep. So
1: the so-called "old as dust" Boston Celtics. Okay,
0: yep. well, let 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 me ask you this: If if somehow it turns into an old, you know, an old team series between the Spurs and the Celtics, I mean, that'd be a fun series to watch. They'd be flashy, yep. but you know, a lot all the all the veteranism. Yeah, veteranism. <laughs> yeah, who do you see winning that series, Spurs or Celtics?
1: Man, that is tough because you got they're strong. They're they're all strong at the same positions, except for Pierce is a yeah. definitely a big upgrade over. Who the Spurs have, I think Daniel Green or Kawhi Leonard kind of split those minutes, this all forward for San Antonio. But uh, I might say San Antonio because they have a deeper bench. They're a deeper, deeper team overall. I think I'll go with San Antonio. Well,
0: I'm not rolling well, out my Sixers yet, so I'm not still in the <laughs> Celtics bandwagon. Um, but, but, but one last question in regards to the Heat here. If, if for some reason, it, it, well, not for some reason, I mean, well, you know what the reason is they don't have Chris Bosch, but if they do lose this off, in this postseason against the Pacers, what happens in Miami next year. Do they blow up the, they don't blow up the roster, but do they make huge moves to acquire talent to fill the holes, like especially, you know, power forward behind Bosch and center. Or, or what what do you think they just try to ride the rails like they have still next year?
1: I don't think they have it. I don't think they have a choice. This is the second year in a row where their lack of depth behind the big three has killed them in the playoffs. So I think they have to make some changes.
0: Yeah, I, I, I agree. Something something's gonna have to happen. You know, it's gonna be a big change and you know, I'm not even sure. There's another team where they're they're so cap um, you know cap restrained i'm not even sure you know what they could do to it, it it's 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 a mess it's a mess in miami and you know if they have the talent they try to piece it together and same issues same issues before but um you know that could have been our seriously dude segment miami's one ball one ball offense but uh <laughs> <laughs> our seriously our seriously dude segment is going to go to uh lawrence taylor's son out of the what do you think of lt as a whole do you like lt
1: uh, he's kind of grown on me in recent years. You know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He, he he started to uh, started to increase in fandom. Well, his son is definitely um, not exactly the sharpest tool in the shed. As he is selling his dad's Super Bowl ring on an online auction without his dad knowing. Now, before. So
1: I assume we've already put our bid in, then.
0: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. We put our hundred thousand dollar bid in. It's actually like eighty nine thousand right now, is the top bid in. And I guess uh, auction. Estimators or whatever professionals, you know, judge auctions. Say it's going to be at least six figures, at least. So, you know, Lt gave the ring to his son. Um, really, I think more than anything, just to say, "Hey, son, here, take my silver ring. You know, I love you so much." And his son's they like, well, a
1: memento of sorts, yeah."
0: Yeah, and it's like, "Well, Dad, you know, I'm going to cash this out big time and buy myself, you know, the new Porsche 911." So, <laughs> <I don't laughs> that um, and on, that, and that's pretty much what's happened. So, you know. Lawrence Taylor's son, you know, definitely not, not cool, dude. Not, not cool. Um, pretty, pretty ridiculous. I, I mean, you know, it, it seriously, though, would you pay a hundred grand for, for a Super Bowl ring from Lawrence Taylor?
1: Uh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> I'm, I'm a football fanatic, but that's a little steep.
0: A hundred grand to me as a college student is just so far out. So I can imagine making a hundred grand for a car, let alone, <laughs> you know, a ring that you're not, you know, you can only wear, um, yeah, very, very, very interesting that his son would double back on him. He says, Lawrence Taylor reportedly said that it's fine. He's in a, you know, he said it's fine. So I guess, you know, he's cool with it, which is kind of surprising. I was you, know, but then again, I'm not Lawrence Taylor. So um, let's let's go ahead and wrap it up here. I'm Troy. And I'm Adam. And this is Beard and Stash Chat Sports. We'd love some feedback. Hit us up. Thank you very much for listening. Feel like the last lit candle in the back of my mind.